Are you feeling spooked by your nursing career? Are there scary things that you'd rather not deal with? Are there monsters under your bed and skeletons in your closet? Let's talk about overcoming our fears right here on this Halloween-inspired episode 180 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful that you're listening. Whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me here for months or years, thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. If you want to see the show notes for this episode, head on over to nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 180. Anyway, I am thrilled you're here, so let's dig into today's scary topic. Yes, we are here for episode 180 of The Nurse Keith Show, and it is the end of October and beginning of November, which here in North America and many other places around the world are recognized as either Halloween, which is the 31st of October here in the United States, and the Day of the Dead, which happens to fall right around November 2nd, of course, The recent Disney film Coco brought the Day of the Dead in Mexico to the popular consciousness and pop culture. So many of you might be more familiar with the Day of the Dead now that you've seen Coco. If you haven't, you might want to see it. However, I digress into Halloween cinema. Let's get back on track. Yeah, this time of year, they say, whoever they are, that the veil between the worlds is thin, that the dead and the living intermix over this period of time around the Day of the Dead. And whether you believe that or not, I also tend to believe that fall, September, October, November, is a time of change. Yes, when you live in a place where autumn actually happens, which it sort of happens here in New Mexico. The leaves come off the trees. The trees basically die for the winter and go into hibernation. Lots of animals go into hibernation. We tend to go into hibernation and spend more time indoors if we live in colder climes. And this period of the year is also the time when everyone or almost everyone who is in school goes back to school. So for those of you with children, yes, they are finally out of summer vacation and back into school. For those of you who have children or you are yourselves in college at any level, September is often the time when that starts to crank up as well, unless you're starting school in January. So plenty of change is in the air at this time of year, and that change can be scary, right? Changes can be scary. So if you're a nurse out there who 
just, let's say, started your FNP program. I know a number of nurses who are in their first or maybe second year of a family nurse practitioner program. That can be some scary stuff. It can bring up a lot from your past. It can bring up things that you feel like you don't know, lots of self-judgment, and just Getting back into the swing of school can be pretty tough in and of itself. So that will make you potentially question where you are, what you're doing, where you're going. And even if you're not in school right now, fall can be a time where traditionally a lot of people start to think about what they're doing in their life because summer's over, they're back into their regular routine and people have been calling me for career coaching recently because they're just feeling like they need to get something new off the ground or come up with some fresh novel idea for their career. Are you in that particular position? So in my own life, I've had plenty of ghosts that have haunted me, plenty of skeletons in my closet, monsters under the bed, plenty of things out there that have held me back over time. For instance, one of the skeletons in my closet that I actually bring out and talk with people about fairly regularly is the fact that I failed the NCLEX exam the first time I took it. Now, don't get me wrong, it was devastating at the time. All of my friends were passing the NCLEX left and right. Here I was graduating at the top of my class, but I was a terrible, terrible test taker. That's why if I ever go to grad school, one of my fears, by the way, is taking the GREs. So I'm only going to go to a grad school that doesn't require GREs to be taken, but I digress. So having known that I was a bad test taker and that the NCLEX really messed me up the first time, that's a skeleton that I carried in my closet for a long time. And when we were doing RNFM radio, which was one of the first nursing podcasts out there that some of you might have tuned into over the years, it now is archived. It's available for you on iTunes, but we're not doing new episodes now. On RNFM Radio, I made a conscious decision at a certain point to bring out in the open, to bring it into the light and out of the darkness, out from under my bed in the closet, the fact that I had failed the NCLEX. And I think it was helpful for many new nurses and novice nurses and even nursing students to hear that even someone like me, who's a successful nurse who's been around a couple decades, failed the NCLEX at the beginning of my career. Not a very auspicious start. So you can imagine the pressure that was on me to pass because I'd already been hired for a job out of school and I needed to pass that damn test in order to start working. And I did pass the second time. That was great. So having failed the NCLEX and being a really bad test taker was one of the skeletons sitting in my closet. And it's something that I have had to deal with. It is a ghost that has been haunting me. Another ghost that was haunting me or a skeleton that was in my closet was the fact that earlier in my life, in my 20s, I had started several entrepreneurial ventures, namely being a yoga teacher and a massage therapist. And I wasn't altogether a failure, but 
It was really hard for me. Being self-employed was difficult. Marketing was difficult. I knew nothing about how to make those things happen. And those two side careers didn't go very well for me in my 20s. So when I decided to become a nurse entrepreneur and write and speak and podcast and all that kind of stuff, I was pretty anxious and was really uh, (laughs) focusing on that ghost that was haunting me, the ghost of past events not working out quite so well as an entrepreneur. So let's talk about you. What are the things in your past, either recent or distant, that make you feel like, hmm, maybe I'm not such a great nurse after all? Or why do people even trust me? Why Why do they think that I'm a worthy nurse? Why would they even come to me for anything? So that imposter syndrome, like you're wearing a Halloween mask, can come around and bite you really hard. And we need to fight against imposter syndrome. And I speak with many newer nurses who feel this. They're out of school, working their first job. Maybe they've been in a year, maybe a year and a half, and they feel like they don't know anything. They feel really dumb. And they feel like everything they learned in nursing school has fallen out one side of their brain and just trickled out their ear without them really noticing that it happened. And that's just nerves. That's anxiety. That's that notion of not believing in oneself, even though you know you did it. You got through nursing school, you mastered those skills, you graduated, you even got hired for a job. It can really hold us back. Whatever it is you have in your past, whether it's professional or personal, is something that you might need to dig up and start to deal with. Other things that can stand in our way, other monsters under our bed, could be the fact that we have a lot of debt. We get out of, let's say, nurse practitioner school and we owe dollars $70,000. is a fear. That is something that sits under the bed, poking us through the mattress every night when we're trying to get to sleep. That can be a very difficult thing for us to overcome. Being unemployed is also a ghost that can haunt us. Let's say you lost your job last year or maybe earlier this year, and you're really having trouble getting back on that horse. You're having trouble getting your resume up to date. You're having trouble landing any interviews and acing those interviews so that you can actually get a good, well-paying job that you truly deserve. That is quite difficult. When we're having unemployment issues, if we're having debt, if we're having financial struggles, which many of us are right now at this point in history in 2018, really tough climate for many of us out there. Many of us are saddled with tons of consumer debt and school debt. And that can really drive us to sit back and not take any action because why? because we're afraid, because we're fearful. And that, my friends, will really stultify us in terms of moving forward. Now, other ghosts that haunt us, other skeletons hanging out there, other monsters that are grabbing at our ankles, whether at work or at home, are multifaceted and really an incredible array 
of things that can go wrong and things that can really push us to the edge of our comfort zone. Let's say that you would like to start an entrepreneurial adventure and you feel completely at sea. Just like me, you might have had a past experience that taught you that you don't really know anything and you can't run a business. And that imposter syndrome rears its ugly head and tells you, look, what do you think you are to run a business as a nurse? Everyone knows that nurses can't run businesses and you should just be working in a hospital like everybody else. Those voices are going to come and get you. They're going to tell you that you can't do this, that you can't accomplish your dreams. Those are such difficult moments for us and they can really keep us back, hold us back from doing what we really, really would like to do. Another fear or a skeleton or ghost I want to bring up is that whole idea of the choices that we make in our careers. You know, I've talked about this many times. When I got out of school, I chose to not get a job in med surge or the hospital, and I went directly into home health and community health, basically taking myself out of the running for any hospital-based acute care jobs. I was totally cool with that. I still am. However, I could look back on that particular part of my career and really regret that I didn't do a bunch of years in med surge or telemetry or a step-down unit or a PACU or something. And many people might say, I'm not really a real nurse because I've never had that experience except in school. But I know for myself, I've dealt with those skeletons in my closet. I have beat back that monster under my bed to convince myself that I am a real nurse, even if I have never worked in acute care. What are the issues for you that are causing you to feel that imposter syndrome, that are causing you to look at yourself with a sense of doubt or dread about the future? What are the weights that are tied around your ankles, that you're carrying around yourself with big chains like the ghost of Christmas past? What is it that you need to overcome? After the break, we're going to come back and talk about some strategies for overcoming those obstacles, for beating back the monsters under your bed and the skeletons in your closet and the ghosts that haunt you. See you after the break. Well, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause about how you can support The Nurse Keith Show. That's right. You can become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value this show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty cool premiums from me. So just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter over at NurseKeith.com so that you can receive my bi-weekly message to you right to your inbox. And remember to leave a rating and review of the Nurse Keith Show over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes because it really helps other people find the show. So those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's get back to the Nurse Keith Show and the subject at hand. Mm -hmm. 
And we're back. Thank you for hanging out with me here, Nurse Keith, on episode 180 of The Nurse Keith Show. Prior to the break, we were talking about ways in which you might feel spooked by your nursing career. This episode, 180 of The Nurse Keith Show, is inspired by Day of the Dead and Halloween that have been happening this very week during this recording and production of episode 180, and I'm really glad you're here, and I'm glad your monsters, skeletons, and ghosts are here along for the ride because we are going to do our best to dispel them. So like I was asking prior to the break, at this time of Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, and Day of the Dead, it is good to examine and bring to the light the skeletons and monsters and the things that are holding us back, the weights that we drag around, like the ghost of Christmas past in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. What are the scary things from our past and even our present that are the blockages in the circulatory system of our career? Is there no oxygen getting to our career? Because we're all clogged up. We're all clogged up with fear and anxiety and uncertainties based on past experiences. You know, there's this whole notion in certain religions and certain ritual and spiritual practices of burning the things that we are afraid of. You know, and bonfires in movies, you see people throwing their tax returns or their divorce papers into the fire and letting them go. And there's a big ritual that happens here during Fiesta in the fall, early fall of every year here in Santa Fe. It's called Zozobra. And it is this giant puppet, basically, of Grandfather Doom. And people collect all of the things they would like to burn and let go of, like I said, tax returns, divorce papers, etc. And they put them inside this giant 30-foot puppet. And there's this whole ritual the whole town goes to and burns this effigy of Mr. Gloom, of Grandfather Gloom. And it is an amazing experience. And it is a cultural norm here in Santa Fe that people accept. This happens in many other cultures as well. It also can happen just around a bonfire in your backyard where you take the things you're afraid of and ritualistically burn them to let them go, let them go up in smoke. And I'm talking about this because there may be a way in which you need to face the things that have happened in your past in order to be able to move into your future. So whether you are recovering from a divorce, I've had a number of clients recently who are divorced and creating new worlds, new experiences, new careers for themselves in the wake of a divorce or a breakup of a marriage. There are also people out there who are wanting to leave their old sense of self and nurseness behind, and they want to recreate something new for themselves. So the first thing we need to do is, like I mentioned in the first half of the show, we need to acknowledge the things that scare us or we think are holding us back. Like I have talked and written a number of times about my failures 
as an entrepreneur in my 20s, as a massage therapist and a yoga teacher. That is a really important thing for me to bring out into the open, to expose it to the light, to dispel the shadows and be able to show that I'm a different person now and I can be successful as an entrepreneur. I also spoke in the first half of this program about failing the NCLEX the first time I took it. Speaking about that out loud is helpful because it's no longer a secret. And I know that by sharing that I failed the NCLEX, I can empower other people to realize that a small failure, setback, or obstacle, or speed bump in their life is not the end of the world and that we can recover, we can pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and continue down the road. And that is what I did. Otherwise, I could have given up when I failed the exam, right? So maybe something happened to you. Maybe you were a nurse who has issues with addiction. Maybe you were caught using on the job, for instance. Or maybe you were diverting some medication and you were now in a rehabilitation program to get your license back in order. That is going to be a skeleton in your closet for a long, long time. And you're going to have to be able to overcome it, to turn the dial back or forward, however you like to use it metaphorically, in order to move on to the next stage of your life. Perhaps, like me, you're a person who lives with chronic illness or chronic pain. I won't go into the details of my personal situation here, but I have some chronic issues, chronic health conditions that definitely affect my energy level and the way I feel pretty much every day. And I need to continue to work with that so that I can overcome the limitations that those conditions impose on me and I can still be an effective nurse entrepreneur and an effective citizen and even family member and husband. So whatever it is, whatever burden you are carrying, it's possible to set it down, unpack it, take a look at it, let the light and the air circulate around it so that we can dispel some of the energy that we've given it. So we spoke about already divorce, failing exams, getting fired, having some mark get your license that you're trying to overcome. These are the places where the rubber hits the road. This is where we can create a new life for ourselves, no matter the ghosts that are haunting us, no matter the skeletons in the closet, no matter the monsters under the bed that keep grabbing at our feet and ankles and trying to drag us under, we can say no to that energy in our lives and our careers, and we can move ourselves forward. We nurses, we juggle so much in our lives. Is there something out there that you feel you need to let go of. I mentioned weights earlier. I mentioned carrying a burden that you can no longer manage in your life. Sometimes I've come across clients whose burdens were the relationships they were in, whether it's an abusive relationship or just maybe a marriage that has lost its luster, or maybe a boyfriend or girlfriend or partner that's just not working out anymore. Letting go of relationships that don't serve us anymore is very important. In terms of work, maybe you hang out with some folks from work and you go out for drinks and you find that you dread 
going out for drinks with the people from work. And you know why? You dread them because all they do is gossip and talk negatively about work and you find it affects your psyche and how you feel about work emotionally and it makes you miserable and you don't like joining in in that kind of negativity. This can be a difficult one, but you may need to divorce yourself from that particular group of colleagues and not go out for drinks with them anymore because it's not serving you. That can be socially awkward and uncomfortable, but it may be necessary for you to do so. Another thing might just be fear of trying something new. That can absolutely be something that is haunting us and keeping us from taking action. People often reach out to me for career coaching or advice or help or consultations because they feel stuck. And that sense of stuckness is generally related to something we feel about ourselves and or our lives. So in coaching, we often have to unpack the things that are holding us back before we can start to put some new things on the shelf that are going to help us move forward. So at this juncture in your life, if you can assess that there is something standing in your way, whether it's emotional, spiritual, relational, physical, whatever it happens to be, how can you overcome that? And we should have a conversation about what might be helpful or most efficacious for moving that needle and making sure that that particular burden, that particular worry or anxiety doesn't hold you back in the bigger picture. So whether you like to read or write or talk or draw or sing, whatever it happens to be, I recommend that somehow you record the things that are standing in your way, the things that are bothering you, the things that you feel are your monsters, your skeletons, your ghosts, write them all down. And when you write them down, you are making them real, real enough so that you can bring them out into the light and dispel them. We can talk and talk and talk till we're blue in the face about the stuff that's holding us back. But once we write them down and then start working out the goals, the things we would like to actually possess, the things we would like to accomplish, when we can write down our goals, the things that stand in their way of our goals, we can then create ways in which strategies with which we can overcome those obstacles and make it to that long-term goal that we're looking at or short-term. So if, let's say you would like to do a certification, but you're scared to death of the study process and you're really scared, like I would be, of the standardized test. You would go out there and you would talk to people who've taken the exam. You would take possibly a paid course to help you prepare the exam. And you would do a lot of practice testing so that you understood what the exam was like and what you needed to understand and have under your belt in order to pass the exam. I know that can stand in the way of a lot of people who want to go forth and get a certification, especially if it's a very robust certification process. But we all know for our nursing careers, certifications can really be powerful in terms of showing our dedication to our profession, our career, and our knowledge base. So if you have a certification out there that you want to try to attain, now might be a wonderful time to do so and really look deeply at what is holding you back 
from doing what you would really like to be. So, my dear listener, at this time of Halloween, Day of the Dead, the thinning of the veils between the worlds, this is the time to allow yourself to dream. This is the time to allow yourself to bring the skeletons in the closet out of the closet so you can look at them, dust them off, and then send them on your way. This is the time to shine the metaphorical flashlight under the bed and say, monsters, get out of there. I have no more use for you now. This is the time to say to the ghosts that are haunting you, you know, you've served your purpose, but I'm letting you go now. And if you would like to speak with me about your ghosts, your monsters, your skeletons, feel free to hit me up at Keith at NurseKeith.com and we can have a very unscary chat about what to do and how to move the needle for you and move your career forward in the direction you would like to go. Thank you so much for tuning into the Nurse Keith Show. Happy Day of the Dead. Happy Halloween. Happy fall if you happen to live in a place where fall actually happens. If you're down under in Australia, New Zealand, happy spring. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action in the interest of your professional satisfaction and career development every day. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com. Thanks to Tim and his team. And social media and promotion are handled capably by Mark Capispeason. Stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again and again as we explore how to take your life and your career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy. Don't be too scared of those ghosts out there. And keep in touch. And adios till next time from beautiful and not so scary Santa Fe, New Mexico. 